Welcome to the Conversations with the World podcast. My name is Arnold Ho, and today I spoke with Revi Wijaya, an Indonesian student studying in Poland. What started as a simple podcast about getting to know what studying in Poland is like quickly became this amazing love story. I'm serious, guys. It's like a movie. It's got heartbreak, tragedy, overcoming adversity, and an ending that I'm sure you'll definitely appreciate. So sit back, relax wherever you are. I'm sure you'll love today's episode. Give it that. Give it to me. Let's go. Okay, and we're live. Welcome to the show, Revy. Hey, Arnold. Thanks uh, for inviting me. Happy to be here. Yeah, good, good. So you're from, well, you live in Poland. Yes, Like for three years now. Three years, yeah. okay. So I almost feel we need to just dive into this a little bit because really, for anyone who's listening, Revy, that's kind of the only thing I know about you. And the second thing is that you're you're on YouTube. So they're the uh, only two things that I kind of know about you. So we're <laughs> going to go deep into all of that. So tell me, you're, you've been in Poland for three years studying? Um, yes, uh, I just finished my bachelor degree and I'm going to take my master's soon, like in a year or two, I think. Okay, right. And you're studying what? Um, business administration, although this is not important because, uh, okay, I'm just going to give it straight to you. I come here for a girl. I know this sounds pathetic as hell, but we met online and we just get into this long distance relationship, right? And then after seven months of juggling this relationship, I said, okay, like I'm going to drop everything in my country and just go for her, which everybody despised, right? It's like, what are you doing? Are you dumb? Like, this is the girl that you never meet. And I was like, no, just take the leap of faith. And this is the best decision I've ever made. So I did it. I become a student just for the visa, to be honest. But afterwards, like, okay, I'm not that stupid to follow along in the study. So I just go for it. And apparently I graduate for some reason. So yay me. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Okay. We've now peeled. We've, I didn't realize that after peeling this onion back a little bit, we would just get straight into the bottom oh, should, right into the uh, heart of this so this is good should they do, do build up first uh, i'm sorry no this is good this is good all right great teaser so you are originally from indonesia exactly okay and you which part of indonesia um i'm from a, a big city called bandung it's near jakarta okay yes i know i know someone from bandung shout out to reza who's from bandung don't think he listens <laughs> or watches this but in case he does all right so, okay. So take me there. You're, you're, you're in Bandung. What, what, what were you doing in Bandung? Were you working at the time or studying as well? Um, so I, I dropped uh, high school to, uh, to be the backbone of my family because uh, when my mom passed, uh, I need to take care of the family since my dad uh, have some problems dealing with it. And afterwards, I, I had three jobs when I was 17. So I was uh, an English teacher. I went to like door to door offering my service. And afterwards I uh, uh, tried to sell snacks also door to door. And I went to like every single, like, you know, this uh, small restaurant, I offer my snacks to them. And the third one, I went to, I will work in a, a warehouse where they store snacks. And that's where I get my snack supplies from. And I worked there for like about two years. Yeah. So, 
Okay, Ravi, we just we just Bill keep up. we keep Bill we keep going up. straight Sorry. into all of these little interesting things about you. All right. Okay. I have so many questions now. I I thought we right. I thought we had to Bring warm it. the warm up into this, but you've just yeah. gone you've just dived into it. So this is good. Yeah. <laughs> so let's begin let's begin in a place. Okay. All right. So let's start. You so you said that you were in uh you were in high school. Yeah. And so you said that you had to move back to bundle and I'm sorry apologies uh about your your mother passing away. Yeah, thank you. That's rough. How how old were you when she passed away? Um, around 16 and a half, like uh, close to 17, I think. Oh, gosh. That's young. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Um, she got diagnosed with uh, cancer. Oh, yeah. Cancer. It's, uh... yeah. it's a tough one to kick. So my, my mother as well passed away um, oh, from cancer too. So we're both cancer... Yeah child victims is okay, that yeah, a little, little, yeah is that a we can brand it like that yeah we can yeah, brand it like that. let's call it that <laughs> so okay so 16 she she passed away where were you living then you said that you I'm... went back to bandung no i i was uh, sorry I oh, was you were already living, living in bandung okay yes. mm-hmm. so you were living in bandung indonesia and then you dropped out of high school to look after your dad or look after things at home Yes, um, my, with uh, I need to look after my dad, and I had a little sister, so okay. I also need to take care of her. Okay, this is interesting. So, and we might be going really deep on this. Obviously, okay. it was it was quite devastating. I, it sounds like it for your dad that her that his wife passed away. Yeah, I think it's like you know she's the love of his life. I think so. Like she, he just went into this you know deep depression mode. And I totally understand. I didn't blame him uh, for a second for that, uh, you know, and I was, it's a bit, it's a hard burden for me to bear, but, you know, I was ready for it. You know, like how we Asians use collectivism, we need to take care of our kinds, let's say, <laughs> you know, we don't do this individualism like we, uh, they do here in Europe, that you need to take care of yourself. No, we need to take care of our, you know, young ones and siblings and parents when they grow old. And so, you know, I expect this to happen. And I was ready. We just, yeah, Ravi, you just keep going straight into all the different yeah, topics. Yeah, I'm a straight so, shooter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I love this. So we, we I, I want to go back to collectivism and individualism. I mean, mm-hmm. living in Australia, I see both cultures or yeah. both mindsets. So it's an interesting one. Uh, so, and that's, the, and that's really sad to hear. How's your dad going now? Um, actually, he's doing better. I think he started to have uh, this freelance job, and okay. I don't need to, you know, support him as much as I used to. Yeah. So I think yeah, he's doing great so far. That's fascinating. Uh, take take me there because you were what sixteen years old. Yeah, I was uh, sixteen. Um, yeah, close to seventeen. So take me there. You were you were s- close to seventeen, and uh, w- how long? How long was your mother being treated? Around a year, a year and a half, more or less. Right. What kind of cancer was it? It's a cervical cancer. Yeah. Okay. That's rough. And yeah. so, you, did she go through chemo, the whole thing, um, or did she kind? Did yeah. she not? At first, uh, she was doing this alternative thing, which I don't really agree, but it's her 
choice. She did this, you know, acupuncture and this chi therapy. I don't know if you're familiar with it. So they like infuse her with the energy, like with Chiku Master. I don't know what it's called in English, actually. They transfer the energy to her and this acupuncture, which no offense to anyone who's listening, but I don't think that something like that works at all. I believe in science. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, apparently that's what my mother believed. And we just went along with it because that's what she wanted. And after we go through these medical things, it's already too late. It's already spreading. So, yeah. So when she found out about it, it was still like early stage. Yeah. Could have been okay. Yes. But again, she used this alternative uh, way to heal it, let's say. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't went well. Well, she's pretty traditional. So I can't blame her, you know, what happens happens. But that's crazy to me that yeah that so i mean it was almost like there was two options in that is that right like there was one option to go down i mean you could go both options but there was still the western medicine option exactly exactly and and yeah why like was that just because i mean you said she was very traditional but i I would have thought like you know, and and, the, I, I, and I mean this most respectfully, mm-hmm. I'd hedge my bets, right? I'd go, yeah. like, I like the Eastern one. I'm going to keep doing that. But I like the way, like, I don't know if this Western one's real, but I might as well because is it going to hurt if I go down? Maybe it is because you have to go through treatment. Is that what she was worried yeah. about? I, to be honest, I don't know the way, like what she was thinking, what was on her mind back then. Because you would have been 15. Won- you would have been around 15, right? Yeah, I, I was around 15, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, she just went through it. She just, of course, she wants to heal. She wants to get better. Yeah, she wants to, let's say, grow old and be together with the family. But, so, I don't know, but this is the way what she chose. So, I, I, of course, I have sayings in it, but she just, I respect her choice as well. She said, this will be better for me. So we, uh, as a family, just agree with it. Okay, like, we will do what you want to do. Hmm. Huh. So, did you... I'm interested, right? Bandung... I mean, I'm not overly familiar with Bandung. Obviously, it's very close to Jakarta. So, I'd assume it gets very... It must get some influence from that. You know, because Jakarta is a very metropolitan place. It's it's yeah. got a, a, a quite a global mindset, I'd imagine. So Western medicine is probably a lot more encouraged. Common. Yeah, or yeah. common, right? So is that like that in Bandung as well? Or is it still very traditional? It is. It's, it's very traditional. It's very, you know, modern now. Like okay. we're like neighbor with like Jakarta. So yeah. But like I said, it's just the, my mother's mindset is different. Like I mean, like she was born in a village, so I just I mean she have like different mentality growing up. I think I have no idea. But it, this is just I'm just taking a wild guess here. I don't know what's going on in her mind back then. But yeah. you know, at the end when she got worse, she decided like, oh, this is this was a mistake, and I should have take the Western medicine path, let's say, sooner. But well, you know, it's like what happens happens. Like can't turn back time just like that right and and so you i'm I'm trying to get get into your 
your shoes in that situation. So your dad obviously understands how bad it is uh, Mm. and is, you know, goes through, you know, a lot of sadness and into this depressed state that he can't uh, take care of the family. That's what you're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. At a time. At, At the time. And, so you're 16, 17 years old. Like I'm, I'm taking myself back to 16, 17 uh-huh. years old yeah. and uh-huh. I go, what am I thinking? I'm literally just thinking about girls, uh, playing some sort of sport and that's probably about it. You know, there's, there's yeah. not much in my mind at the time, but you are thinking at that stage, I might have to step up here. And look after family. Like, take me through that. Like, how do you come to that? Well, it's happened in an instant, you know. Like, uh, one day I'm just a kid enjoying playing games and just, you know, <laughs> yeah, reading comic books. You know, like just like normal teenager stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I don't know. In uh, that time, in my mind, I was like, okay, my mom knows the best because she always guided me through every stupid stuff that I went through. You know, from childhood. Not like she knows best. If this is what uh, she think it will make her better. I know it'll work. So I just don't have the mindset that she might pass that time. So I was not ready for that whatsoever. I'm just enjoying my life, you know, like, like you said, like, you know, worrying about girls, skipping, <laughs> uh, skipping classes, reading comic books. This is just normal teenager stuff. But yeah. when that happens, it's like, it hits me like a truck, you know, like, like, holy moly, it's huge. So what I, how I understand it and medical professionals will be like what are you talking about but how i understand it is people who are who have cancer i think the the image for a lot of people is you know losing hair becoming very feeble very weary but that as i understand it comes from chemotherapy and the drugs that they put you on if you go down that western medicine route she didn't right so she went through a traditional medicine so I assume she didn't go through all that. Like it, it was just pretty sudden when she yeah. passed away. Is that right? Like so, you couldn't okay, really I'll, see it coming. Okay. Well, uh, I'm just going to take you through it. So first of all, I'm sorry to go you... back into this, by the way. Like, it's I hope okay. I'm not, you, yeah, I hope I'm not yeah. opening up old wounds or anything. It's fine. You know, it's like time heals wound. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm just reminiscing. It's fine. All right, so I'm just gonna take you through it, uh, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, at first, she was diagnosed with it's uh, stage one, and she was fine. She's like still doing her activity, you know, uh, being a good housewife as she as she was. And uh, but at that time, she's like, okay, I need to do something about, about this. So she started to calling this acupuncture master, you know, this needle guys. And uh, but oddly enough, she did also. Uh, she also did this. A checkup on uh, on the hospital, like uh, checking it, like with the Western medicine, you know, like with this I don't know radiological or whatever. I'm not really familiar with the with the term, and she found out okay, this like uh, it's getting better at time. I don't know if it's because of the acupuncture. I don't know if it's because the placebo works. You know, like she's sure she's she'll get better, and then the body works that way. I'm not. I have no idea. But after sometimes it's just get worse and worse but because she had this mindset at first that it'll get better with this acupuncture she just keep going with it and after sometimes one day she just uh, collapsed she took her to the hospital 
and apparently it's already like spreading to her body and it was awful and you know of course i was not expecting that at all that time because i was pretty sure that she will get better and so yeah after that we just uh, abandoned all of this uh, stupid you know sorry pardon me uh, this uh, traditional way and we just pushed through this um let's say um tradi uh, western medicine but it was already too late for a chemo because it was already spreading through her you know like um like bottom part of the body mm. and chemo will literally destroy her system so yes. we just went at this point it's uncurable it's just like you know just prolonging the time of her life so we went to this uh blood changing and that the process the cause of the hospitals and everything uh because my uh i don't think we have insurance that time I wait no you went through why. what sorry the what blood uh blood transfusion yeah exactly because she's like uh, shedding a lot of blood right so she needs like a transplant and okay the blood that went into her body it's uh becoming so contaminated we need to let's say rewash them with this device they put into her body okay. because her i think her kidney doesn't work because yeah. the cancer word is spreading there uh, so there's no cauterization of the, the blood let's say that's yeah, how okay. i remember it yeah and yeah, after that, like she's just keep getting worse, getting worse. We need to do operation left and right. And it's just true to my dad's savings, houses, cars, motorcycle, uh, assets, everything, you name it. And I also uh, stopped going to school because I said like, you know, school and, you know, being in hospital 24 seven, it's not gonna work. So I just stopped and yeah, it was pretty like went downhill real fast. Oh, it's got too real too fast, like that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, after it's just, some time. Yeah, it's just like this conversation yeah. going real, really <laughs> real, real fast. Yeah, holy shit. Um, oh, pardon. Um, so anyway, after uh, that, um, my mom passed, right? And my dad just went to this, uh, you know, oh, we should have grown up together and uh, grow old together and stuff. And he just can't do anything he's just being depressed at her at his bed and at that time that i was the boy that yesterday i was playing games and laying down and reading comic books and today i need to find jobs i need to provide for my family somehow and my dad has this uh small dog kennel so i just you know tell him like just do what you can there i will take care of the rest so i start to look for jobs i start to you know find anything that I can make money out of and yeah just trying to make ends meet and I don't know it's somehow it works and yeah it's just make me the better person I think because if without it I'll be this spoiled boy that just play games and read comic books <laughs> yeah I, sorry I'm just taking it all in at the moment okay <laughs> uh and listeners how, how are you how are you going at home <laughs> listening to this wow okay couple of things i think it's a really interesting point when you talk about you know one moment you're a kid who's just playing games worrying about girls or just nothing right no responsibility 
and then all of a sudden you're looking for work you're the man of the house in essence you're trying to figure out how you're going to make ends meet how you, how people how the family is going to put food on the table all at the age of 16 17 years old and and i think that's interesting in that you made a really interesting point a lot of people think that boys or kids they're just irresponsible they're useless they can't do anything and it's almost like you feed the beast so it's it's like okay well if that's what they're like then i'm going to give them less responsibility and i'm going yeah. to give them less and less burden because i can't trust them with it but it's just amazing how the human spirit can cause people that you'd least expect it to step up i think everyone has that capacity to step up exactly it's all in you man it's all exactly and you you see it so i think that's a that's a gr- amazing testament so for anyone who's listening to this who who's thinking my younger brother or my son <laughs> is useless <laughs> like yeah. actually they're not and they just need a reason to step up and maybe that's giving them bit by hope hopefully they don't have to go through yeah exactly what you that's had what to go say. through to get there but you know man so maybe there there's other ways of doing it but we just it's there right the capacity is there yeah exactly but wow what a what a what a story already you had to grow up real quick huh yeah uh, me and my sister actually because she is she was like oh we are we have like six years difference so she was so much younger than i uh, i am right and yeah. yeah she needed to deal with that you know and she was she's a girl so like it's I'm not saying girl is weaker, but she was a little girl that yeah. de- need to deal with... Lo- She's 10 years old. The, yeah. <laughs> she, losing her, her mother at that young of an age to where the girl needs the most to grow, you know, to yeah. guide her to womanhood, let's say. Yeah. So she needs to be raised by two guys and which kind of make her like she is right now. She's like, she looks like a dude. She acts <laughs> like a dude. She behaves like a dude. <laughs> she's not watching this <laughs> man well Revy, it, it, it might be a good thing you know <laughs> sometimes <Yeah>. uh <sighs> okay so <laughs> you end up working in door-to-door sales so mm-hmm. and can i can i just come back to a moment this is kind of crazy it just gets worse like when you start talking about how you had to pay for the surgery, the you know the the hospital care, chewing up savings, selling assets, like that is that's insane to me because there was no you had no public health care. I mean no, um, I guess no public health care and no health insurance either. Yeah. Yeah. At just... that time, I I don't <laughs> understand how it works, right? Like I said, yeah, I was a teenage yeah, boy, yeah. man. I have no yeah. idea how it yeah, works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're just you're just thinking, what's a bank account, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And after that uh, day, I uh, so in Indonesia you have this, uh, let's say, uh, public uh, insurance that they have like three different class. Let's say C, B, and A, and C okay. is like the absolute worst. B is like the medium and A is like for the elitist, but it's not as good as private insurance. Yeah. But of course they have like stages, right? So if you're like in the C level, you're going to be put in like 16 different people in the hospital room, let's say. B is yeah. eight and uh, A is four. And from that moment on, I, I asked my, uh, I made my dad that card 
I learned how to do it. Like you need to make this because just in case, knocks on wood, if something bad happened to us, I don't think we can bounce back from that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I, I learned how to do that together with my dad. We make the insurance. We, yeah. I don't know, figure it out somehow. And yeah. Okay. So you, you didn't have any, but you do now. Yeah. It's a, it's a system where you, cause in, in Australia, we, we just opted in. So we, we just have public health care. Everyone has it. And it's, right. it's paid by like you pay it off if you work. Um, and if you earn more money, then you'll pay more. And then, but then people who earn a bit more have to, are incentivized to go to he private health insurance because ah, if you don't, okay. yeah. So, so that they don't use the public healthcare system. So it's an interesting one, but it's interesting for you. you it's almost, it's optional. So you have to opt in and sign up for it. Yeah. Yeah. In, exactly. in, in, in Indonesia. Okay. So you go into, you, you start, you start looking for ways to earn money at 16, 17 or 17 years yeah. old by that point. You decide to go into door-to-door -door sales. Um, at, at first, I the only thing I can do there uh, that time was playing games and speaking English. <laughs> so the one that I can make money out of is speaking English. How obviously. did you? What? How did you learn? Like, is it learn English? Like, was it from school or was it from your studies? What? Like, what I don't was know, it? School, uh, school sucks. Uh, they, their system doesn't work. I'm just gonna, you know, putting it out there. The school <laughs> system, uh, the way they taught English, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't work, especially for the one that's, you know, my mother tongue is Indonesian. If you teach English as a second language, their school system, they don't, they, they doesn't work at all. Right. So uh, how I study English. Uh, so when I was young, my mother uh, bought me this Oxford dictionary. And yeah, I, and uh, my dad bought me this uh, used comic books and it was all in English. I don't think he knew that time but I enjoy reading it. So what I did is like, I read it and if I don't understand the word, I just find it in my Oxford dictionary while I was playing with a couple of dogs. I had no friends growing up. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is, this is literally like a movie right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody said that when I told them the story. It's my life. <laughs> I can just imagine the story. When I grew up, I didn't have any friends. But what all I had was a dictionary and some used comic books. They were English. My dad didn't even know. Like, in the, it's, I could just see this yeah, play out. Yeah, you know, right? you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's it literally is a movie, just like this year. So, okay, amazing. That's such. That's so cool. So you you teach yourself English, I guess you could say. Yeah, my mother was the one that got me into it. She started to teach me words that she knew. And afterward, yeah. I just pick it up, like, you know, playing games, watching movies, reading comic books, and it just goes by that. Wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> so you must have been really upset. At, it sounds like there's a, there's a bit of a anger towards the English teaching system in Indonesia, probably because they were teaching the wrong thing and you probably knew a lot more potentially. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because you know what they taught? They taught us like, you know, this formulas, the 16 uh, formulas of like su uh, subject and verb one, verb two, like that thing does not matter in the real world, at least for me, you know? Wait, because what? The, I, the what? The 16? What? What do you mean? The, for the formulas, you know, like the past tense, uh, perfect, simple, 
something like this. What? You know what I don't even know that. <laughs> really? Oh, maybe it's in only in Indonesia. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? I've never heard of that. So like, there might be something like that. Yeah, there is. I think there is, but okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> Somebody look like that up. You, <laughs> if there's like a past tense, you need to use second verb. You know, if it's uh, okay, you can you can look it up right now. <laughs> what is it? Sixteen formulas for English tenses. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh, sixteen tenses in English grammar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just learned about this. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's all these people who are listening to this. They're like, "Are you kidding, Arnie? How do you not know this? Are you serious?" <laughs> Sixteen tenses in English grammar, huh? Yeah. So okay, so now you're teaching me English. This is this is a lot of fun. <laughs> Sixteen tenses in English grammar. Yeah. This okay. Said, like simple present tense. I mean, I would have learned that, but I wouldn't have learned. The formulas, like I would have just yeah. learnt that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know the formulas. It's useless if you uh, apply it to a a high schooler or a middle schooler. They wouldn't understand any of this. They just know, you know, oh, I need to memorize this. No, you need to talk. You, you need, need to, to use practice. It. Exactly. Jay. That's why I, sometimes I fail English when they need me to write that down. But I speak fluently since I was like. Five uh, and a fifth grade or something. So you didn't even, yeah. You don't even need. I mean, no one pulls that out of their mind. They're like, "What formula should I use to communicate yeah, exactly. this?" Thing? Like, you just communicate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's if, if it sounds wrong, I just knew. You know, it's because I'm used to it. That's how, how it I is. I love that. I love that. That's brilliant. That's it. That's fascinating. And nothing against uh, my Indonesian friends because I have a few international school Indonesian friends, and. Wow. Uh, let's just say that their level of English was not as strong when when they came over. That's what that's what I did notice, and perhaps part of that has to do with, uh, with the school system. The school like, system you know, for teaching it's not English. Not because of the person; it's just the system. No, and, and I don't think it is a person. Um, yeah. Okay, so you so you take that skill, and you go, yeah. I I know English. Yeah, I maybe need to make money out of it somehow, right? Okay, right. Wait, hold on. Okay, let, let me just get get. Let me get into the right uh, era. <laughs> all right. Okay. For when this is all happening. So wait, wait, wait. How old are you now? I'm uh twenty four this October. You're twenty four. Okay, so that's what seven years ago that yeah, you were doing 2017. this. Two thousand seventeen. Okay, two thousand seventeen. Like, there's there's internet. There's wait. yeah. Wait, no, 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 not 2017, sorry. 2017. No, yeah, 2012. Yeah. 2013. Okay. Okay, right. So, yeah, no, internet, internet's a thing by that point. <laughs> yeah. But but obviously, probably, probably the ways of making income online weren't as um, available as it is today. Yeah. That's right. Jeez, yeah. your English is better than mine. You're finishing my sentences. Uh, sorry. It's so embarrassing. That's a bad you know, habit. It's because you know the 16 tenses in English grammar. So, you know, maybe I if I learned that. That's so fascinating. And and so you take that skill. I mean, are, are people saying, hey, Ruby, your English is really good. Why don't you go around? Because everyone's English is so crap around here. <laughs> <laughs> or you knew that or you just noticed that. I think I at that point I just knew, you know, especially because um, uh, 
Asian parents always expect their kids to do more, learn more, you know, have more knowledge than any of the neighbors and the family members. So okay. that's my selling point. I was like, I think with me, they can be the best English speaker in their class. And they're like, okay, let's sign my kid up. And that's what happened, you know? Even sometimes uh, their parents join up because they also want to speak English. So of course I, will, I charge them extra. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I need the green, man. <laughs> Revy, the, Revy the businessman. Yeah, 17 years old. So, you, so you, you, I mean, did you, did you start a business or was this just sort of local, hey, pay me X and I'll um, teach you I English? Think, uh, I got the inspiration from one of my cousins. My dad, you know how parents are always comparing their kids. Uh, like, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, the, the kids of uh, th that uncle, he, uh, she taught uh, uh, chemistry to the young ones so she can pay uh, her college, something like that. Oh. And I was like, okay. And it's made an inspiration out of me. Okay, maybe I can do that as well. I'm not that dumb. I can share this knowledge with people with exchange of money, of course. And yeah, so that's how I got the idea. You're, are you Chinese Indonesian? I'm Chinese Indonesian. Yeah, my dad is Chinese, and your my dad is Indonesian. Yeah, my dad okay. is Chinese. You're you're right. Okay, so because I was thinking that's a it's a very Chinese thing to, you know, for Asian yeah. parents, Chinese parents to boast about their kids. I mean, maybe it's other Asian uh, people as well, but I feel it's very strong in in Chinese families. Do you uh -huh. is that is that the Chinese influence? Cause, I mean, is that the difference? Like for is are Indonesians, yeah, Indonesian Indonesians. I, I are they like that as well um to be honest i'm not sure because uh, my dad have this strong influence in the household you know and he <laughs> raised uh, us and uh, you know bring the household to this to the way his dad used to okay. do it in this house you know okay yeah did you learn chinese um a little bit uh, but I stopped because i don't think that's for me i'm too dumb for being trilingual <laughs> i don't know if you're too dumb uh, it pro probably went all in in English. So really fascinating. So you start teaching English and you make, you make a bit of money for yourself. Yes. Okay. And yeah. so this is, this is when the romance starts budding. <laughs> uh, you mean with the, my current wife, right? Yeah. Now? Uh, your fiance or your wife? That, your fiance uh, or your yeah, wife? Actually, fiance, but uh, to be honest, in Indonesia, it's looked down upon if you live together with fiance. Okay. So yeah. that's why in my YouTube channel, I said it's wife, just to. Okay, yeah. you can censor this out. <laughs> I don't want people to find out about this. Uh, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> uh, but it's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, that, that time I didn't know her yet. Uh, that time I was in a long distance relationship also, but with, not with her. It's one with another girl who is German and um, let's let's not mention her uh, at this point this is <laughs> but uh, at that time uh, I think girls was like the furthest thing uh, back in my in my mind you know I just want to provide for my family and it's the pressure of the you know the social pressure you know like you have uh, this 17 18 year old friend that's like let's hang out today let's hang out and I don't, I don't know let's play a game it's like i can't man i have a job and wow. they cannot relate to this because what they think about is cool 
Yeah. All right. And so I need to, of course, I still want to have friends to hang out with, but sure. I need to like, you know, still like half an hour uh, here, half an hour there just to meet them and have a social, let's say, conversation. Sure. And then after, okay, so I need to go back to work. And of course, they start to grow apart at that time because they don't, they can't relate, right? They have their own worlds. I have my own world. And yeah, it was hard, but sorry, why not? No, uh, no, it is hard. I, yeah, I mean, completely understand, right? But people, kids at that age, you know, even at 18, yeah. 19, 20, like, you know, you're living your best life at that point. You know, you've got no responsibility, but all of a sudden you're actually old enough to go do whatever you want. Yeah. So it's this, it's this really, uh, obviously a very social time. And, you know, you're probably as young and beautiful as you'll ever be at that point and, and you feel invincible. So <laughs> I can understand. So you, you, I guess, had to sacrifice all that. That's really interesting. You... Take me there. So you're, how long were you doing this English thing? And how was it? Like, were you, I still come back to that. I don't think I've, I've quite understood that. Were you running a business in essence? Uh, so uh, what happens is this. So I made a flyer out of like, you know, just uh, with the words and I print it out. I uh, throw it to every, I make a copy out of it, like 300 mm. or 500. I throw it to Love every it. single household yeah. uh, in the neighborhood. And they, sometimes they text me, sometimes they call me. Yeah. And most of them uh, end up in the garbage, obviously. Yeah. And uh, the one that I uh, call me, I said, I'll just give me one, uh, let's say 30 minutes with your kids for free. See if they like it. If they like it, you can hire me uh, as a private English tutor. Love it. And yeah, the first job I, this, this is the actually the first actual job that I had, right? And I was so nervous and I didn't know a thing about teaching that at that time. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I need to relearn this 16 uh, stupid formulas because I need to parrot it back to the kids, right? Like yeah. they need to follow up this uh, despicable system from the school. Sure. They need to know, know to get the good grades. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I need to relearn that and I need to prove to the parents that I'm a suitable, uh, you know, tutor, which I am not. I hate kids, man. Like one of them pee on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. I, it's like, oh, the things I do for money <laughs> feel cheap at that time. But well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I won't say what you sound like right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yeah, I know. Just gotta do what you gotta do, you know, to make a bit of money. (laughs) But I mean, we're all probably like that, you know, when we all have to work full time. I'm sure there's a lot of us who don't enjoy our jobs and are probably thinking the same thing. You start teaching English, private tutoring. So it was all private tutoring? Yes, uh, all of them are private tutoring. Right. (laughs) I'm just interested in how you sold yourself. So um, I, uh, I dropped out in high school and, um, you know, I speak really well, but uh, <laughs> let me treat your kids. <laughs> like, how did you sell yourself? I, you must be one of the best salesmen ever. I mean, you gave the free trial, but how do you even, yeah, how do you build your credibility? Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, I just, this 30 minutes trial is the, all the selling point I need. 
right. you know if i don't make the sell in this 30 30 minutes then i'm out you know yeah. if they don't like i can't convince them in this 30 minutes then it's not gonna happen sure, sure. yeah so at first i just uh go there uh and i need to brag you know this is like a selling myself like i speak english to the kid which they just like, what the hell are you talking about? Because they don't speak English, obviously. But yeah. at this point, I don't give a damn about the kid. I just need to impress the parents because yes. they're the one that's making the money. That's smart. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah and, yeah, and they are at the end of the room. You know, like, okay, okay, this guy's good. This guy's good. And so, yeah, and let's say fifteen minutes to impress the parents, and fifteen minutes I need to be close to the kid to show that I'm a fun person. I need to relate to them somehow. And I just start to, you know, uh, summon my inner uh, child, let's say. I was like, so you like games? Do you like cartoons? What cartoons do you like? And of course they got fired up. Right? Oh, I like SpongeBob. I like this. I said, really? Me too. Even though I don't sometimes, but I need to stay still. Right? <laughs> oh, I feel so cheap at that time. But <laughs> like I said, gotta do what you gotta do, man. So, okay, that's, that's oh man that's really funny you all, all i'm thinking about is have you seen the movie parasite yes oh yes it's a good movie yeah that's that's oh, you well, oh, that's I'm, literally I'm you not, yeah i'm not going uh to like you know kiss the daughter at the end but like, like yeah, yeah, yeah let's say well more or less i'm like that <laughs> but i do know my stuff <laughs> i didn't yeah. forge a fake document no you didn't have to do that but it's it is it is kind of similar if you think it's about similar. it. It's similar, yeah. I consider yeah. resemblance actually. Yeah. yeah. Did I wonder if you were picking out the houses? You're like, mm, that's a that's a big house. They'll probably want some English <laughs> tutoring. <laughs> well, actually, uh, I didn't pick. But if uh, the the prospect is not good enough, sometimes I say, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Um. Okay. Because you know I don't give rates by my hourly rate because we every time they agree, we negotiate the price. Okay. It depends on that. different households, different price because sure. kids have different needs. That's what I yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's smooth. Yeah. You're a, yeah. you're a walking businessman. Uh, yeah. Well, it's in my blood, I think. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is was your is your dad a uh, does he own his own business or something or? Yeah, he he's also he was a real, very successful businessman. He was. Do- what, what did you say he was doing again? What was he? Uh, he run a dog kennel, so like you know oh, okay. this uh, champion breed, which is like cost like thousand and thousand of dollars. Oh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what he gets his fortune from. But, Wait, you know, after, yeah. as in like oh, so like breeding, like bre- dog breeding. Yeah. Is yeah. That, exactly. What you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What kind of what kind of breeds? Um, a German Shepherd and Pomeranian, I think that wow. that's the main. So like, yeah, he have this, uh, you know, championship dog. Like he won uh, that dog, like won uh, three championship in three different country. And what they do, like the the clients bring out the female dog, and they, you know, let's say make uh, small puppies. And my technically they pay for the, uh, my my dad's dog sperm. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah something definitely. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard. No, no, it, it it makes sense. I I heard of um, French bulldogs. Mm-hmm. I have to look up how much it was, but a male French bulldog because French bulldogs are very expensive. Like they're yeah. thousands of uh, thousands of dollars here. I think it's like over. I think it's like five to seven thousand dollars in Australia. Wow, pretty crazy French bulldogs, yeah. 
uh, and yeah, they sell their sperm, and apparently you can make quite a bit of money just for the sperm alone. Exactly. So that's yeah, it's kind of it's fascinating to me. Your so does your dad still run that kennel? Um, I right now I think he he still does, but not as big and not as good because he's still like you know in this bounce back phase right now. Right. So, so take me to that time. So, obviously, the dog kennel, like you were saying, your dad like was just in this depressed state. Was he or was he still running that dog kennel though at that time? Um, yeah, a bit. Me and my sister help a lot. Yeah. Uh, because uh, we have just workers, but obviously they are fired. All of them are fired because you know my dad. Can't... You can't afford to. Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, me and my sister uh, help and. We take care of it a bit, but it's not as good, as not as smooth as it was before because the, uh, he has like 50 dogs at that moment. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't understand how to do it. So he needs to guide me. Through it. He's a pro, but still, you know, I'm just a couple of extra hands. I have no idea what I'm doing. And so was my sister. It takes a lot of time uh, and experience. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, uh, at, yeah, at, at the point, he just said, okay, this is not going to work. So he just starts selling it one by one. And mm. yeah. And of course, that's his source of his income, right? So it's there's no asset. more income. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Hope you're enjoying today's episode. If you haven't yet, I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star rating and comment so I can continue to bring more content like this to the platform. Now back to the show. Fascinating. <laughs> Look at that. And you've got... <laughs> this <laughs> This is so fascinating. Your, your story, like there's just so many different places to go with this your your dad uh dog breeder and he doesn't so he doesn't do that anymore um or he's doing uh, some i think he he has like five or six dogs right now i'm not sure okay but he's doing other stuff now yeah he has this freelance job to be honest i'm still a bit foggy about what he does but uh, (laughs) i know that he's making money he's doing he's doing whatever it takes to make money yeah oh sounds familiar <laughs> <laughs> what does your sister do um i don't know i, 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 I have no idea i you know sometimes i even forgot when his, her birthday is and when his is you know how old is she and if somebody like oh so how old is your sister it's like i have no idea between 15 and 19 like around that age it's like, you're a bad She's... brother it's like, oh you have no idea what i went through to be a bad brother <laughs> that's funny so you, you don't have much of a like your relationship isn't that close with your sister actually we were pretty close before i moved here to poland okay uh yeah we were pretty close we went to a movie every weekend it's just yeah. like a, 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 just like a different than uh, every brother or sister relationship uh, like com- uh, in common you know and yeah we were pretty close she shared what even her relationship with me which i don't yeah. think a lot of brother and sister does that yeah and yeah and i i care about her because one of my mother's uh, last wish is for me to take care of her yeah, sure. which i take very seriously yeah yeah so, yeah but after some time uh, after i come here we kind of grow apart and yeah. i can't blame her because i was so busy here and i think this is like some kind of a protest from her like a soft protest to like don't move here otherwise yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And 
but yeah, I I still love her obviously, and uh, my dad always say like you need to take her here, and I was like it's her choice. I would love to help, but I can't push her to move here with me to Poland. Like yeah. it's yeah, at the end of the story, it's like it's her life. I'm just gonna support her wherever she wants to go. How try her. So how old were you when you decided to go to Poland? Um, oh, what when was three years ago? Uh, around twenty, I think. Yeah, around twenty. Twenty. so i mean i assume there's not many indonesians going to poland actually i know like 20 indonesians here uh except the one yeah (laughs) Uh, you can literally count it by fingers Uh, like excluding the one that's working as a blue collar worker you know this labor worker the one that you export uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, like export them. humans. Oh, that sounds so wrong. But yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> the, the, you know, the trafficked Indonesians. They, apart from them, they they come around. Yeah. <laughs> because most Indonesians choose Germany. Just be, I have no idea. Maybe because it's like uh, better, and there's more Indonesians there. Well, okay. Yeah. So that, and that's the that's the interesting thing because. You know, I, I don't think it's just Indonesians that choose Germany. I assume a lot of people from around the world would not be thinking Poland is the destination of choice, right? Yeah. So you firmly went over because you had a little blossoming relationship online. Exactly. Okay. That's now, cool. yeah. now we're getting... Okay, let's get into this. So All right. you were 20... When did you meet your girlfriend? Um, it was uh, September 2016, I think. 2016, okay. November so or September, yeah. So 21, so you were about 21 at the time. Yeah, 2021, around yeah. that age. Okay, how did you meet her online? Um, so actually, uh, we met at this website. I don't know if it's still working. It's called Interpals. So there we, you can exchange language with strangers. Interpals, okay. Yeah, interpals.net. I don't think it, I think it's still up, but I'm not sure. Yeah, interpals.net. Yeah, it's still up. Yeah, yeah meet, the, think, meet the world. Yeah, I think I'm going to print that on our wedding cake one day. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Interpals. If you want to sponsor this episode, uh, just let me know. Give me a call. <laughs> Top exactly. platform to make new friends, practice languages with native speakers and meet travelers. Huh. That's really yeah. cool. Okay, yeah, so you met her on yes. there. Yeah, and I uh, actually, to be honest, I have no intention to learn Polish whatsoever because, uh, <laughs> because it's seriously it's so hard. Three years here, <laughs> I don't make any advancement whatsoever. <laughs> it's really hard, man. Okay, so how does the website work? So you you jump online and then what? yeah, and then you uh, fill in like what language you speak, right? And like what are you looking for like you know like uh, dating and everything or just learning language you sure. feel your bio that you know like uh, old school friendster if you know familiar yeah with i know friendster i yeah. talked about my friends the other day yep friendster. yeah 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 it's friendster. like something like that oh yeah I think it just takes you back huh? <laughs> that's not that's old school wow friendster yeah. anyway so you sign up and then what so you put your preferences and then does it like serve up people randomly yeah like- um yeah, I just show who's online. At first, I uh, there was a feature like, you know, what kind of language you want to learn. You can just filter person by that. And at this time, I'm still, when I uh, find my current fiance, I was still pretty heartbroken because of my ex. 
uh, it happened like three, four months before or five. I don't remember. But online dating again. as well. Yeah. Uh, Did but you meet us? Go on. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, we met uh, because of the connection. I met a girl from the Interpals, and she introduced us, and that was the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> like three years of my life, I never get back. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're listening to this, the the person that broke Revy's heart, just don't listen to this. Turn this off. <laughs> you're rotten hell. No, 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 yeah. no, oh, no, 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 no we're not. That's not what we're about here. Okay, so. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, emotions <laughs> are control. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So you right, met her. So you went back on Interpals. Yeah, I went back on Interpals. Like, okay, I'm just gonna. Uh, we wait. Uh, so, we, did you did you do it to? Were you? Was it for language, or were you doing it to meet people online, like to no, date? At that point, uh, when I met my uh, girlfriend. Uh, or fiance, I just want to learn languages. Yeah, the, this okay. is my first intention. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I just scroll up and say, okay, uh, German, oh, that hits too close to home. No, I'm not going to learn that. Skip. Uh, uh, Arabic, no. And then after I said, okay, maybe this is a stupid idea. And then I found her profile. And it's like, oh, Polish speaker. The flag of Poland actually is like a reverse reverse Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like I'm not really familiar with Poland, and then I uh, look up Pol- uh, Poland first online. Okay, oh, so this is how it is, and I click. Hold up, Revy. So you stopped at her profile because her of her flag, or did you step into a profile because, because of her Facebook AF. profile? Okay, <laughs> that's what that's that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's like, wait, this girl's cute. And then I need to impress her somehow, right? I need this to, is just uh, like I your, uh, it's like your tutoring again. You're like, okay, what can I do to impress? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm a natural born salesman, man. I need to do my re- uh, case yeah. study first before I yeah. go, right? Yeah. All right. And then I uh, text her, I shoot her a message. And I, of course, I humble down myself. I was like, oh my God, I'm uh, like, I want to learn Polish so bad, which I don't. I just want to, you know, talk with her. At that moment, at that yeah. moment, and I said, like, "Oh, I'm, uh, I kind of look like a potato, but I really like to, you know, be close to you and like be your friend." And then she said, "She's actually pretty uh, supportive." And I said, "Okay, let's like you want to learn Polish, and I kind of want to learn Chinese." I <laughs> yeah, um, I speak a little bit, like not even a little bit. Sorry, it's just like two five sentences, mostly curse words. Uh, <laughs> she's like so you want to learn polish yeah 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 i i yeah polish i i want to learn yeah, polish yeah sure right, right polish yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but i end up didn't i uh i didn't learn anything at all we just talk you know we just get to know each other in english uh, in english yeah. yeah and she told me about her life i told her about mine and then after uh, like a couple of days, days, not months, not years, days, I was like, oh, uh, I'm, I start to catch feelings. I was like, oh my God, this is not good. Uh, should I suppress it? Should I go with it? And thank God she felt the same. And uh, I told her like, you know what? I have too, ma- too many uh, bad experience about relationships. So if you want it, you need to say the magic word. And, and she does. And then after that time, I, I stayed to her at that moment. It's like, first of all, I'm not looking for this, you know, like LOL kind of dating. I want a serious relationship. 
if uh, you commit and you really want to be with me for the rest of your life. And this is the seventh day of we meeting each other, which is wow. this is an yeah an ultimate bomb to drop on somebody, right? A uh, normal girl would just like, okay, screw this, I'm out. Um, but lucky me, she's not a normal girl. She's amazing. She then told me about her uh, situations like, okay, let's do this. Like, I'm in, I'm all in. And from that moment on, we just, uh, you know, every uh, moment, uh, every action of ours dictates to be together. So she starts saving up to, uh, for the rent we move uh, uh, to afford an apartment together and I start to save up to fly there from that moment on, which is, it's kind of hard because I still need to juggle my family's needs, right? Food and, uh, you know, uh, bills, utilities, something like that. Mm. But I, thank God I, I did it. And after like five, six months of struggling, because uh, let's say my uh, salary is like 3 million and uh, yeah. I, yeah, uh, one three, million three, for... three million for anyone listening. Three million rupiah, rupiah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just before anyone freaks out, and then you go, "What? <laughs> He's not struggling at all at three million. <laughs> so three million rupiah. I'm just let me let me just quickly do do the math. Uh, uh, I think it's about like three thousand uh, Australian dollars. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah. I, no, it's not. It's three hundred Australian dollars. <laughs> If it's three million rupiah, I got my country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I, is <laughs> yeah. And this is now how, like this is what so per per month, right? Or some what is this? Uh, per, per month. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is just like uh, like you know, like to put it roughly, it's not exactly that amount, but let's say it's that. And, yeah, around that amount. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, obviously, you can your you can your so that's how much you were earning at that time. And from were... one job. From one job. Okay. From one yeah. job. I yeah. was juggling three at that moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. So at most, what, uh, ten million rupiah or something um, per month. Uh, seven or something. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, right. More or less. And yeah. and that was covering your expenses that you were paying uh, for home home expenses, and then you were uh, pocketing some of that to save. Yeah. Exactly. To okay. save for me to move here. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So my day uh, usually went like this. I wake up at 5, go to work at 6 uh, a.m. I finish work at uh, 6 uh, p.m. And after that, I went uh, teaching or I went to sell my snacks. And I go home at 10, have a video call with my fiance, went to bed. This is like five to six days. I have no rest, no hangout with friends, no, you know, normal teenage stuff. I'm just doing this over and over again. And yeah. The hustle. But, you know, yeah, but it pays off. It's really pays off. I, I'm telling you. What, like what, 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 what work were you doing? So you were doing the tutoring. What else were you doing? So you sold snacks. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's like this. Uh, I used to work in a warehouse uh, of a big snack company in Indonesia. I just lift boxes at that moment. And then yeah. afterwards, I got promoted a little bit to inventory checker. And yeah. after a while, I got a, bit, a little bit promoted to a store manager, a, a brand store manager. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is my main job. And the second job is tutoring. And the, the third one is selling the snack, which I sometimes I had this uh, job where I play a gig uh, on like Sweet 17s or 
uh, birthday parties when I had this small band. Just so we played for fun and we didn't. But you, it's just extra money. What do you? What do you? Do you sing? Do you play instrument? I, I sing. You I, sing? I, I, yeah, I sang. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so! Come on, give us a give us a little give us a little tune. <clears throat> Put your hand on my shoulder. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, this is how I uh, won her heart, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I used to serenade her over the phone. And and now she gets sick of it. I have no idea why. (laughs) That's funny. Um, So I know some guitar, like very little bit of guitar. But that's what I use to serenade my wife now. And she jokes about it. She's like... I should have known that you know very little guitar at the time she was blown away. She's like, wow. And then later on, she's like, wait, that's all you know? Like, you only know this one song? <laughs> just, you know, enough to impress a girl. Just say. enough. Yeah, exactly. So uh, to any of the guys listening to this, if you're thinking about a girl uh, or, or girls thinking about a guy or and, and you're thinking, I need to woo them, Go learn some guitar. Just only enough. Just enough to yeah, get them. And that's enough. it. <laughs> yeah. It's not that much you need to learn, actually. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's just for that. Oh, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah. So, where were, where were we? No, so you were... Okay, so the snack selling. This is what I'm interested yeah. in. Because I have been to Indonesia quite a few times, right? And when I think of snack selling, I think immediately of when I'm in the car... And we're in crazy traffic, and there's these street kids that come over, oh, yeah. tap on your window, and then you go, "No, thank you. I'm not interested in snack it while I'm while I'm in this car." Is that what you were doing? Actually, it's like this. So I work in a snack factory, okay. therefore I have a connection inside, right? So mm. I bought this a big uh, a big uh, you know big plastic of snacks. What I did is at home when I have free time. I uh, pack it to a small plastic myself. I use a candle to, you know, seal the plastic because I don't have this machine to press it. I'm so thrifty. I know it's really embarrassing <laughs> to talk about it, but the, the struggle, man, is hard. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, what I did is like I went to a small restaurants or you know this um, hangout places, and I just went to the people like, hey, you guys are hanging out. Like, if you guys want, I have this to sell, and I just. But they, I have this basket, right? And I just offer them and I take like, I don't know, uh, uh, five or six Australian cents. Let's say I take like 2,000 rupiah, uh, okay. like, you know, profit from each bag I sell. And just for an extra money, you know, like. The hustle is real. Yeah. So if I don't have a student uh, scheduled for that day, I did that. If I uh, have to teach student, uh, then I, 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 taught, I taught English. That's crazy. So what you were saving up for a flight, you were saving up for accommodation. Yeah. And uh, student fees? A lot, man. Visa so, uh, stuff? List, yeah. I'm going to list it. Actually, I kind of want to make video about it later, but... Well, I mean, I'm just gonna, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. definitely. Go, go on. Yeah. So uh, I need to... International insurance... Yeah. It cost me two point five millions. Uh, f- visa fee, uh, yeah. also two point five millions. Uh, flights and uh, 
college uh, tuition, sure. which crazy enough is uh, my wife, my current wife, paid for my uh, college tuition the first semester. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and it's just it's just like expensive. How much really. is it over yeah. there? What, what what? How much are we talking? Because it's, it's uh, crazy here. Yeah, four thousand five hundred. I will check how much it for is the whole there. semester. Uh, for one semester, yes, and I have like six semester. Four thousand five hundred euros. Uh, for no, uh, not euros. Uh, it's called zloty. Uh, Poland have their own money because they are too poor to use euros. Okay, uh, right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that, but okay. That's okay. I, I'm sure no one will deny it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, four thousand five hundred zloty is uh, in Australian dollars like uh, one point six k. Yeah. Uh, okay. Australian dollar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not semester. that's not that's not as bad as it is here. But okay, I can understand yeah. though. Yeah, it's, it's quite a bit to say. This is a private college, right? Uh, the public one, uh, it's free for a Polish uh, citizen. Mm. But yeah, you you would have been an international student, so you'd have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Right. Okay. So you save you save all that. I mean, Poland's probably would have. It sounds like it would have been a good place to choose, right? Exactly. Yeah, especially when you have like financial issues, it's yeah. a really well good. Like it's if you count it, like you know, uh, just by the tuition, it's co cost the same like the good uh, college in Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. So you 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 hustle hard, mm. and oh man, this is again, this is like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy. So you 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 save up money. I'm I'm still getting my head around this, and then you start you obviously you tell your parent or you tell you tell your dad. Yeah. When did you tell your dad that you were intending that was your plan? Like, did you tell him early, or was it right you know, right at the end? And you're like, so um, I'm going to pull it in a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I actually uh, when I made the decision with my fiance. Yeah, to start fine, going I, all in. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, mentioned it to him. I was like, I'm uh, what. I don't want to, you know, do this struggle, as uh, you know, uh, be in this, you know, devilish cycle over and over. It's like I want to improve myself, and if you are a good dad, this is I know I know this is a bad thing to say, but I say like, if you're a good dad, you would support me. And I was like, I, <clears throat> I'm trying so hard to support you guys uh, over the years, and I just want you to support me. I don't need financial sure. support. I just need to be like I need you to be like on my side in this. And like magically enough, he just said, okay, I'm like 100%. I will miss you and everything, but this is your decision. So yeah. just do it. Take so he, he just, was he, was there any, uh, like protesting from him of like, are you sure, you know? Yeah, of course he have his doubts, right? Because like everyone else, uh, like they just like judge me, like mostly the strangers and like acquaintances, right? Really? You're going to leave? your dad like that's a bad thing you okay. leave your dad yeah because uh and like you know like i said i'm the backbone right <clears throat> yeah so they just expect me to take care of my dad for the rest of my life like i mean i love him but still you it's know what of, i mean there needs to be a point really. yeah exactly exactly and i just said like at this point i just want to focus on project gravy instead of project family like yeah, yeah especially at that age yeah, I was like 20 at that time. 
and i just said like yeah so crazy oh my gosh um you you was your dad starting to get back on his feet as well at that time so were you did you have signs where you went okay maybe we're getting closer to that yeah time. um yeah i think uh, he starts like he i know he he's uh, a bit uh, lazy uh, i'm just gonna say he's a bit lazy it's uh, it's because he was a successful businessman before it's uh, kind of make him like repellent to jobs, you know, because what he did want to do is business. That's what he's good at. And to have a job, it's just like, like, oh, not for me. It's like, but yeah, okay. Dude, you don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting one. My father-in-law is, uh, runs his own restaurant. I'm, oh. I can say this. So he runs his own restaurant and he's always... I guess been his own boss like that's just the way he is like uh, and mm-hmm. and i really admire that in him but he always says to myself and my wife and we're both we're both like salary people we live we're employees right and he's always just like go and go inside your own business like stop working for people you need to just you know be your own boss that sort of thing you know and he always says yeah. that to us and it's kind of it's frustrating sometimes personally because I don't really have that aspiration to be my like a boss. Like yeah, I, I yes. like it's not for everyone. Right? It's not for everyone. Like I don't, I don't, I don't harbor this kind of. I want to be my own man. Like I'm happy to earn a salary that's stable, and because then I can stop thinking about work all the time. Like I just imagine if I was own, owning my own business, I don't think I could sleep. Like yeah, exactly. Or I could exactly. sleep, but it would always be in the back of my mind, and and that's just yeah. a little bit crazy to me. So yeah. it's, I don't think it's for everyone, but yeah, I get, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. It's I understand. Like, you know, some people just want this work-life balance, you know, when you got off the work, just like, okay, it's like yeah, I don't want to have to think now. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So you make the decision with your dad. I mean, you, yeah. you tell your dad, you tell your sister as well. She yeah, must have been devastated. Was, yeah. The hardest one was my sister, actually. Oh. Yeah. She would have been, what, 14 at the time, so... Um, yeah, she's you were like, a best friend. Yeah, she's she she's like really, she's my best friend. Yeah, and I also need to part with a, a group of friends that I have in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and then uh, I, of course, hear like like I said, a lot of back talks, yes, like from yeah. family members, friends, and like, oh, this is a bad idea and stuff. But like, I don't care; it's my life. And yeah, September twenty seventh, two thousand seventeen. I fly, I, I, you know, I fly here for 17 hours and I met my girlfriend for the first time, which is like, you know, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Was... She went, yeah. When she uh, saw me, she ran away because she's so embarrassed. I have no idea why. Oh, maybe she felt like, oh, oh my God, I've been catfish. You don't look as good as your picture. And she ran away. <laughs> 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 no, I hope, I hope she doesn't think that, but yeah. She was with that uh, her dad at that time, which is funny because you know, especially her mother, she was not really very worried, right? Yeah, because she was uh, what she was not on the same side as her when she told uh, her that, oh, yeah. I have a, bo- a boyfriend who is like Chinese Indonesian, and uh, you know what she said, like, you know, Chinese beat their wives, shouldn't what? marry Chinese. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know where she get that. From. Where yeah, would you get that from? <laughs> she said. Chinese beats uh, their wives. I was like, no, only their kids. Uh, 
<laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. I'm pretty sure it's the husbands getting beat by their wives. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so any any ladies, you know, d- don't don't believe the misconceptions about Chinese males. They very much are beaten by their wives. <laughs> it's the other way around. Um, okay, so <laughs> she ran away from you when you met her at the airport. Yeah, and uh, yeah, after uh, after some time, and she, you know, get used to my presence, and we just because she's an introvert, man, which is crazy. Like we're like a two different side of magnet, you know. Yeah. Like I'm an extrovert. I like to hang out with people, and she preferred to, you know. Uh, be with herself and me apparently she tolerate me she have this social battery i don't know if you're introvert or extrovert but those introverts have this social battery when they ran out they just want to be alone no matter what time it is mm. yeah. No, yeah that's why this lockdown is like heaven for her <laughs> so funny i've spoken to so many people that have said that to me recently uh my wife is an introvert as well not huge introvert but um yeah she I, and i'm an extrovert like i'm a big extrovert so lockdown is not a good thing for me uh yeah, but the, you know the, having these co- sort of conversations help a lot uh you know that's the i i, I try to well, this is what i what's making sense for me in this lockdown that i learned about myself is and i don't know if it's the same for you but when you're in lockdown and you're in isolation everything is the same every day is just the same routine yeah, and you do the same exactly. thing and you don't get that spontaneity or those incidental conversations or conversations yeah, like yeah. this and you're like wow like what did i just learn today or what like where did this come from you, you yeah, don't get yeah. that anymore when you're in isolation and i think that's the toughest part for me personally yeah exactly and can you imagine if it happens in the year 2000 when the internet is not a thing we That's might right. already like offer ourselves, you know, it's like, yeah, the loneliness and everything, you know, like I need to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. So you, okay. So you, you get there and she, she realizes you catfished, but you know, she gets, she, she's okay with it. Yeah, I think um, at that time she's just nervous, but let's hope it, let's tell ourselves it's like that. Okay. She's just nervous. She's nervous, and then, yeah. but then they get over the, they get over that, and then you end up living with her and her parents. Uh, no, actually, uh, because uh, her parents, her mother was uh, very, very like you know, let's say cautious of me mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. first time, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, uh, you know what? I don't want the f- uh, neighbors to talk, so you need to, uh, you cannot sleep at our place, and. What, what they did is like they sent me to her grandparents, which is like a 15, 20 minute walks away. So I need to sleep there. And can you imagine, I don't know any of these people, Arnie. I don't know any of them. I, none of them speak English. And I need to sleep at their place that time for a week before we move to the city, Protsov, where I am oh, in right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, which is nightmare. And I, and uh, like yeah you know the culture and that was it was really cold that time it was winter yeah I'm and you're from indonesia boy. so you're not yeah, used to exactly. that at all <laughs> tropical boy right here uh... <laughs> and okay <laughs> what do you mean so funny so you end up living with her grandparents yeah that would be funny that, yeah and I, you know i thought like 
when we met, the struggle is over, right? There's no more hardship. It's just like, you know, uh, rainbow and sunshine from now on. But no, it is not. Uh, yeah, I need to have this like language barrier with their parents. And I need to earn their trust, their siblings, uh, her siblings' trust and everything. And of course, I bought a lot of Indonesian snacks and foods that like, can win their hearts. Yeah, so, good move, yeah. good move. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know they're actually just five cents. <laughs> <laughs> actually, they are. I, I mean, I sold them. I know how they... <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. You... Okay, so you had to earn... How's the relationship now? Obviously, it must be a lot better. Or... Yeah, now like I connect with her siblings. Like They speak English, uh, but they were just like too shy before. Yeah. And now I can joke around with them, have fun. And now they're, her mother actually like think of me as her own, one of her own son. Like, you know, she bought me stuff and she take care of me. Every time she kept asking me to her, like, how is, how's Ravi? How's his job? What is he doing? Is it, is it okay? Which is like really, really, you know, from Chinese people beat their wives to like, I'm worried about Ravi. It's like yeah, a yeah, really yeah, good yeah. turntable, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just my mojo, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, all that all that selling to parents uh, in your yeah, early days has come in exactly. handy now, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Never know what you need to learn until you know it. How, how, how those skills... This is literally like a movie. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, now let's, let's get to what I wanted to hear about. Um, okay. Not that I didn't want to hear about all that. I definitely wanted to. Uh, I just didn't know that I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> until you you sold it to me you you're well, sorry what city i don't know anything about poland except for warsaw is that the yeah, capital city capital. Yeah, yeah okay and and my okay here's my perception of poland is yeah. there mu- not much with poland right all i kind of know is they suffered a lot of hardship during uh world war Two. yeah because That's of like hitler Indonesia, by the way yeah okay interesting yeah, indonesia also have a whole lot of hardship in world war Two. world war Two, right right yeah. um from the japanese and the no. japanese and, and netherlands and portugal i don't know we get bullied a lot just like poland yeah okay <laughs> 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 this is where you're this is why you're both connecting huh exactly <laughs> our, our country is really similar there's a there's a cultural well i mean you have the opposite flag which is yeah a unique thing as well yeah uh, yeah, that's all I know about Poland, really. That's my perception. And my perception is probably, yeah, it's probably a poorer country. Black and white images is what, <laughs> is what I think of Poland. When <laughs> it's yeah. cold and kind of gloomy. But what, what's Poland to you? Tell me, teach me about uh, Poland. Okay, my, my first impression of Poland is like, I just know it's just like um, poor man Russia, let's say. This is my Russia. first impression. You, because you, Russia. you had to go where? What was? Where did you? You said it's it's not Warsaw, right? It's not the capital. No. Uh, so uh, my flight is like this: uh, from Jakarta, I went to Bangkok, and then to Frankfurt, and then to Krakow, uh, or Krakow, uh, as I said the English. Krakow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Krakow. And this is like two big major city in Poland: is uh, Warsaw and Krakow. Okay. So yeah. I went there, and then we. Uh, I went to, I drive to her hometown, which is called Zakopane. Uh, it's uh, the snowy mountain things when she has her own village there. And uh, on village, her village is like, oh, no, 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 no I, sorry. She have her, uh, 
town. village is located near that area. It's not big enough to be called town, I think. It's just okay. a village. It's yeah. <laughs> Wait, so sorry, t- I might miss that. You say you they they lived in a village. Yes, a village. Okay. Wow, cuz Europe is already like I I traveled to Europe a few years ago and I already found I come from Australia, but I still found a culture shock. Like not bad culture shock, but you know, it was different. Like it was very different. Yeah. You know, like everything's not in English. Um and obviously everything's on Indonesian there. Um yeah, people people look different, the streets look different, the climate's different. <laughs> that would have been a huge culture shock for you. Yeah, exactly. Let alone yeah, going yeah. to a village. Yeah, a village is like a real like a thick pole. You know, you know what I'm talking about. And you know the the distance between uh, houses of after houses is like you know two meters, three meters, not like stack like in the city. You know, <laughs> it's like a really city. Like you can you look uh, to the right and you see sheep and cows and chickens. <laughs> you know, like this old school Harvest Moon game. It's yes. just like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take me there. So. You, uh, <laughs> you end up right. there. Uh, yeah, I, I like I said, I end up living in the the her grandmother's house. Yeah, and I, um, actually, so let's say this is like a poor, not poor, uh, like uh, not civilized uh, part yeah. of Poland, right? Like, yeah, it's like internet is really rare there. Like, if in, if it's a, if it's once the, it's a really bad connection. Sure, and. Um, but it's obviously it's a cultural cultural shock for me because um, I was in Indonesia. I was a city boy. Right? I was born and raised in the city, and I, even in Indonesia, if I go to a village, I would uh, feel that cultural shock. Let alone in Poland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but uh, the city itself, the city is like more like a uh, major cities in every other country. Like the you have a lot of foreigner here, especially Koreans. And oh. yeah, they make big bucks here. And <laughs> you went to Krakow after that, after uh, yeah, that short stint. Uh, yeah, after a week, uh, we were there at the Zakopane at yeah. her uh, village. We went here to not uh, Krakow. We went to a city where I reside, reside right now. It's called Wrocław. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, small city at the uh, east of Poland. Is I think it's yeah, right. Um, okay, that's so that's towards Belarus. Yeah, I think no, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Or Ukraine. I'm not really good with the countries and stuff. Yeah, Ukraine might, might be because there's a lot of Ukraine migrants here, especially in the city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think you, like it's like that in a nutshell. So you went there to study. Yeah. At first, yeah. no, but. Uh, you just went there. But, yeah, I just want to meet her. And uh, to get visa, the easiest way to get visa is to enroll as a student. Yeah, okay, okay. So it was so you went there, um, was it the it was a plan to do a student visa though? Like that was your Pardon? plan? Were you go like did you go over there to go to to set up a student visa? Or did yeah. you Yeah, okay. Um so uh my my actually my first intention was this. I'm just gonna enroll. To get the visa, and then I will just find a job here and get the I don't know the work visa, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, apparently after I attend a few classes because I was like, oh, I already paid. My wife already paid for it. Might as well go. Mm. And apparently it's not as hard as I thought. 
uh, it's really easy. It's like really easy to follow. And I like, you know, I got straight A's and it's like, okay, you know what? I'm just like, not too bad. I'm just going to keep going and maybe get myself a degree. The classes are taught in English. And the classes in English, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Is that, is that just in Poland? That's the system? Like they'll teach their classes in English or? No, uh, the, uh, because like we're like a group of international students in this uh, native uh, uh, college, right? Uh, sorry, uh, uh, private college. Mm. And uh, in my group, there's a lot of foreigner, but there's also a lot of Polish people that just want to improve their English. They're, that's why they enroll in this English-speaking courses. Okay, right, right. Yeah. So you did that, and you're now doing a master's. Is that what you were I, saying? Yeah, I I just graduated this year. Okay. I just yeah, and uh, I think I'll take yeah. Thank you. I I'll take master right away, like right after this, you know, period of breaks, like summer. I'll yeah. take the master. Yeah, it's just yeah. two more years. Interesting. What uh, what's your thinking behind that? I would have thought you wanted to just get straight into working full time. Um, yeah, because uh, I think you know, like a better degree, more money. This is like just my basic mindset. Like I was just, I just want to get a better job. Okay. Uh, and you know, I will just take like uh, weekend studies. Therefore, like I can still like work full time and again like juggle school at the same time. <laughs> Can't help yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm just like you know, I cannot just like stand idly at home doing nothing. Yeah, uh, I always want to be active, and I hate it actually. I don't know why. I just like if I relax for some time, I just like okay, this is not right. This is not right. I need to do something. Are you running away yeah. from something? Yeah. Uh, this is uh, another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> That's sorry, what does your fiance do? What does she do? Um, um she What's her name? Was, uh her name is Veronica. Veronica? Uh, Veronica. Oh Veronica, yeah, okay. Veronica, yeah. Uh, you spoken with a Polish accent. Ah yeah, Veronica. Veronica. Is, uh, Veronica. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a Polish accent, actually, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the way they spell it is uh, W is pronounced uh, uh, V, like here. Oh. So she's spelled like W-E-R-O-N-I-K-A. Yeah, nice. Which at first I was like, Veronica? What the f-? And she was like, oh, no, it's pronounced <laughs> Veronica. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so what she does, she have, uh, you know, her dad is uh, uh, has a successful business uh, of selling uh, shoes to a retailer. Okay, and and she run an online shop uh, um, under her dad's name, you know. Yeah. So this is what she's doing right now. But she finished the degree together with me. So I, she said she will get an official office job after she, you know, get the degree. Oh, so she's uh, she was studying with you at the time as well. Um, yeah, not in a different class though, and uh, not in the sa- same university. She have this public university, which is like free for Polish. Uh, you know, citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Most. So you were saying there's a lot of Koreans in Poland, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so fascinating. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why are there um, so many Koreans? Oh, what I can gather from working with them over uh, after a couple of months is, uh, you know, in Korea they got paid like, uh, three or two four million won, and this is like their like basic salary. Mm. And if they uh, work here, they'll they'll get paid like in the 
Korean standard salary, hmm. which is um, uh, 12,000 zloty. And my average salary here, it's like 2,000 to, uh, to 5,000, which is like, you know, they like, have like triple the salary. Uh, and they got this accommodation, you know, like uh, apartment, cars and everything from the company. And they have, they, ha they have a lot of Asian company here. And that's why there's a lot of Polish people here. Actually, one of my friends, uh, I remember I did an interview with a Chinese girl, Taiwanese girl. In my yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. 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 So her parents uh, is also one of this person that choose to go here because the prospect is better here. Take all of the family here and start, you know, and go up here, like, you know, as a family. But yeah. they go back and forth to Taiwan and live their children here. Right. Is there, so it's, it must be a lot easier at the moment in Poland to do investment, to get citizenship, to get visas. Oh, it's, uh, first of all, uh, to get visas, I think it depends on your country, but to okay. get citizenship is bloody awful. It's so hard. Uh, okay. the process took such a long time unless you can pay some extra fees yeah or yeah. you know they're like lawyers and inside people i don't know i don't know the system <laughs> yeah, it's you know money talks yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying but i guess that economy is is open like it's quite open at the moment for foreign investment yeah yeah yes yes yeah. okay sure. oh it's a bit of that's a fascinating point culture shock in poland food must be quite different I'm, yeah. I'm assuming it's very kind of russian influence that's what i'm thinking yes exactly <laughs> it's very russian influence yeah right really influenced by russia yeah a lot russia of vod vodka vodka exactly they cannot have a party without it <laughs> yeah as your alcohol tolerance oh i think you watched my first video it's really my my no i haven't I haven't, I haven't i haven't Oh, I'm sorry. How dare you? I should have. Um, I mean, I yeah, definitely did. <laughs> I don't have time, okay? I'm hustling too. <laughs> I have time for watching YouTube videos. <laughs> well, uh, my alcohol tolerance, you know, in Indonesia, like uh, the beer there, which I don't really drink, mm. it's like 2%, 3% of alcohol, mostly uh, like 2 5, up to 5. Yeah. yeah. And here the beer is like 8. To fourteen percent. Yeah. You really? Yeah, and and you know the spear is just like a peak of a gate to their happiness. You know, it's like for me, one or two beer, like I'm done. I'm yeah, like I've had enough. I'd be the yeah, same. and yeah, and they just like you know chug two beers. Like okay, now we start. Like start drinking, what and we're mean, like start? I just finished. Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean start? Yeah, afterward they mix it with vodka and. Uh, you know, like mix it with the juice, and I don't know. The point is, they're like, hard, they party like gangster rapper, man. And <laughs> I cannot keep up. It's <laughs> so funny. Uh, but most the demographic in Poland, I assume, is though like ninety-five percent Polish. Yeah, people, uh, right? they are. They are very. Uh, I don't know. They can't. It's hard for them to accept. Uh, foreigners and refugees not uh, unlike german you know german is very open about this yeah yeah definitely yeah but poland's no they just they're like really old school they just right. like you know pop, um, not I, I didn't say all of them i said most of them yeah most of them it's like you know poland is for polish right yeah okay. 
yeah. super nationalistic. Yeah. Still, um, do you do you experience that? Like, I mean, it sounds like you're what? Like you're you're in the city, but not one of the t- two big cities. Yeah, uh, Is that right? it's still a pretty big city. It's like okay. up and coming yeah. cities. Uh, yeah. But I still feel like, especially the older generation, and uh, they just uh, a bit reluctant about accepting that's like you know oh there's another race and creeds and nationalities living in the same world like you and sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of hard uh, let's say uh, i went to a shopping mall with a friend of mine the tiny taiwanese girl and i can still uh, hear people like talking oh look asian wow really yeah I, and I'm just, I'm sugarcoating this, you know, they're saying some bad stuff in Polish when they're like, yeah, they think you, I don't understand. And you can understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's not, I assume there's not much tourists that go to Poland. Yeah. <laughs> as well. Um, so they probably don't ever see it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, this is just from the older generation. I think the new generation, like most of them like speak English, right? Yeah. They're like open about the... Uh, you know like we all have different nationalities and they're not as religious as the old generation you okay. know like so they are open to this you know uh same-sex relationship and yeah everything the, you know yeah progressive sort of cultures do you yeah. um are they what, what's the main religion they're like orthodox are Orthodox Catholics. Orthodox Catholic, yeah. yeah. So a lot, lot of churches, I assume there. A lot of churches, lot yeah. Of mass, like every five yeah. meters. Oh, no, not five. Let's say 500 meters, is, mm-hmm. there's a church. <laughs> yeah. must, uh, it must be very different Like when you see that. It must be beautiful, yeah. though, like like in terms of how the city... like. Yeah, like uh, the church like really brings this, I don't know, the architectural, uh, uh, you know, to the next level. It's like really beautiful church they yeah. built here. Yeah. Yeah, but on the same time, um, I don't know. Like, maybe I am religious and some at some point, but on the other hand, I just don't see the point to build church every, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, like man next to each other. It's just I don't see the point. I mean, it was just I can understand. Like, it was the only thing at that time, right? When they were all built, yeah. we're talking. Yeah you know 16th yeah. century 17th century yeah even 18th century like that was probably the only thing like that was core to community back in the day yeah, so, yeah. in a way that, they're like same like indonesia you know like indonesia is like very uh muslim country even though they're like we have a lot of uh, religion there but the major uh, major majority is muslim is muslim yeah that, yeah that's why they ha- you have mosques in every like uh, 500 meters yeah, yeah 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 like same here but in catholics but in catholic right yeah um your what's your background are you muslim background or um oh my god i don't uh, okay let's just uh, to put it in a nutshell my mother is muslim was muslim yeah my dad is a christian yeah and i uh, how was that oh uh, <laughs> another time another story <laughs> yeah uh, uh, but i i'm sent to catholic school and christian school uh, yeah. but on the other hand my mother when i'm home my mother taught me the values of Muslims, you know? Yeah, because my mother's like, oh, if you don't be Muslim, uh, you won't meet me in heaven. But my dad said, oh, if you're not a Christian, I will disown you as my son. Wow. Yeah. Mm, ah, so, oh, in the past. But anyway, it's like, I kind of have this identity crisis for some time, you know? Yeah. Well, what path should I choose? 
Yeah. But after some time, I consider that I'm just going to be a Christian because I'm familiar with it more than I'm in, with Muslims. And because I was taught that way in school more than I was taught Muslims in a, 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 my, my home, where, yeah. back with my mom. Yeah. And so, yeah. But I'm not like fanatics. Like, I'm not going to like see some gays and I'm stoning them. No, I have a couple of gay friends. That's a, that's a fascinating one. Um, that, it's fascinating that you say that, right? Because like, I'm, I'm a Christian and I'm not sure if, it, if you say fanatic, but like, uh, I'm a Christian. Like I, I would very firmly call myself a Christian and I totally, I totally understand that perspective of, uh, all this perception that Christians you know, hate gays or hate, you know, um, oh, it shows minority here, groups. It's, it's really shows here. And 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 the, and so and that's where I where I'd probably say that's not Christianity. I I actually think that that's just hate from people. Yeah, yeah. Um, disguised as Christianity. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Do, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. that's my perspective. Like. Um, whilst the Bible, and it, it is very firm about, you know, uh, like that the acts, homosexual acts uh, are wrong in the Bible. Um, there's nothing that says, hey, go hate people for it um, at all. And if anything, yeah, I mean, no one's asked for my opinion, but I should probably, I feel like I need to have my opinion. Being a Christian, right? It's ultimately we all just need to view each other the same way all humans we're all the same that's it like we're just we're just humans we're not we're not i'm this culture i'm this person i'm this kind of yeah. you know we're just humans we're on the same boat and and we're all in need of saving because you know that's just yeah as, as human beings we just need saving and that's it and that's that's how, that's how I kind of view it. Like that's the only thing we need to worry about, yeah, um, exactly. and you know, and and I think we are offered that through God. So that I just I felt like I needed to talk to that point. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. In that, and it's frustrating when people go, "Oh, Christians like they just hate gays," and it's like, no, like that's completely the wrong message. And yeah, it's just frustrating that there are people who use Christianity. Uh, as an excuse to hate people and that that should never be the case and that and it's awful and you know i've i have people who identify as uh as homosexual as well and yeah i 100 percent love those love love these people um yeah yeah so it's it's tough i i um my my brother-in-law is uh homosexual mm -hmm. and uh yeah he I'm not sure if he's going to watch this or listen to this, but um, I feel for the pain that he's gone through, for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, so it 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 it's it hurts a bit, you know, when when I think of people who have to go through that sort of um, yeah, man, animosity exactly. for sure. Yeah. Um, which they never should. No one should ever have to experience anything like that. Yeah, I mean, like I have a couple of gay friends, right? And uh, like, let alone men or women, but. The, to hear their stories about the horror they face when they need to come out to their families, families, 
you know, families, the one that they know from they were a baby, they were afraid to show it and uh, to tell them. And when they tell them that some, some of them get disowned, some of them get beaten because of just the way they are. Like, you cannot change this, you know, you're like, you're born with, this is my perspective, of course. Mm. Like, yeah, because most uh, Christians think like, uh, homosexuality uh, is like influenced by something or it's like you are you know by demons or whatever but this is not the case like I was really uh, I was an open-minded person but I didn't know this until I come here because in Indonesia mm. you got judged you can't even get beaten to death if you're a homosexual yeah right in yeah. some places but that's why I'm not really familiar with this uh, you know kind of thing but when I moved here I met a, a lot of them and I think like they are as lovely as human being as we all are. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. It look, it, it is a, it is a complex one for people who uh, are Christians. I, I, I mean, I have to, you know, work through, like I've had to think through this whole thing. I mean, it, it became huge in Australia when the, um, the same sex marriage act came through. In oh, Australia, it's, it's right. legal in Australia. It's legal in Australia. Um, it became legal about a year ago uh, or two years ago, and I've had to really think through it from a you know Christian perspective because as a Christian, you believe what's in the Bible, and this is what it actually says that you know the the acts, the homosexual acts, are not yeah um, not right. And and for me, right when I when I think about it, um, it's. It's not about the people, and 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 I also agree. I don't think anyone uh, necessarily is influenced to become same-sex attracted. I don't think anyone sort of goes, "Oh, I'm just going to choose yeah. to be same-sex attracted," or you know, it's because everyone tells me I'm same-sex. I think people are are, are naturally same-sex attracted. Yeah. yeah. Um, but how? This is this is where uh, there's probably differing opinions, but. Um, I, I don't think those acts are right from a biblical standpoint because I believe what's in the Bible. But I would say everybody does not do anything right. Like, I don't think anyone can... Well, it says in the Bible, no one can come to God and say, I'm holy, art thou, and, you know, I'm all good. You know, yeah. no one yeah. can say that. Yeah. We're all... Exactly. Then this is, where I, this is where I come back to. We're all in the same boat. We just have different things that we deal with or different yeah. acts that we deal with. Now, that doesn't make it okay, but mm -hmm. I think it firmly puts us in this position that we're all in the same boat. So let's not, let's stop thinking people who are same-sex attracted are this and people who aren't is right. Like heterosexuality does not make you a good person. Better person, exactly. Okay, like that's, that's, not, that's not the case. Um, but I think the important thing is more about identity. So where do we hold our identity? My issue is is more that we shouldn't be holding our identity in anything in the world. So I'm I'm not a. My identity is not in my job. My identity is not in my career. My identity is not in my sporting achievements. My identity is not in my sexuality. That's my that you know actually identity. Our true identity that we should all have is that we are children of God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the identity that we should have as a Christian. 
as a Christian, right? And that's where I think there is so much sadness in the world because we've fallen from that. And that's where we will find emptiness at the bottom of everything. If, because everything does, just doesn't fall close to that. I'm starting to yeah. preach now, but I'm not pre like, this is, this is just, I feel like I need to share, uh, the perspective on this because yeah, I do feel really totally strongly agree. about it. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> so Ravi, um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, when I think of again, Poland and, you know, you've been there now for three years. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How, how, do you do you want to keep staying there? Do you do you and your fiance feel? I'm not sure if you could say this here, but you know, do you feel like do you need to go out? Like you're in Europe, right? So Europe is yeah, yeah it's right huge. there. But is it hard from a like visa standpoint, all that sort of stuff? Um, okay, first of all, I don't have the green card yet, so yeah. it's like all I have now is like a blue card. Uh, when we get yeah. married, then yeah. I'll, uh, after staying married for three years i'll get a green card but for now i uh, actually it's not my decision it's hers i'm just like you know i'm just like a yes man at this point like she said oh i think i'm gonna just live in Poland. like oh whatever oh. you make you happy dear you know happy wife happy life oh. and i really put strongly to this i can but, tell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Watch>. <laughs> yeah yeah but ideally i would go to i want to move to canada yeah. and you know and start my family there but yeah canada canada, canada. i think <laughs> what like, um, why canada i think there's a heaven on earth man like this is just my perspective you know like okay the health care okay. people are nice there yeah and yeah. yeah and you don't see any like a lot maybe it's not uh, reported in the media but you don't see in a lot of you know okay. like Hatred, racism, difference yeah. and stuff. Discrimination. What I'm, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. what I'm worried about is just like America right under it, which is like, you know what happened now in America, right? It's like, I don't need to tell you. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, like here, I know it's not as bad as people thought, but I just feel it. And I, uh, me personally, I have a thick skin. I have no problem with it, but I'm just worried that one day my kids will have this, you know, like racist uh, uh, problem with racist or uh, they, you know they'll get discriminated by because they are like, gonna be like a mixed babies right like mm -hmm. gonna be like a Asian European baby and yeah I just don't want my kids to go through uh, something like that and that's mm -hmm. why I was thinking I that's the Canada would be lovely hmm well I know that Canada has a big um, immigration uh, they're trying to attract people to immigrate at the moment, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, I I think it's possible. It's doable. Like I uh, I told you, I think you know that at this time, this point, that if I set my goal to something, I will achieve it. <laughs> yeah. <I noticed>. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of hard to uh, what pers persuade my wife to do this because she's like a f really family person. She okay. don't want to be far from her family, right? And. I don't think our family would want that as well. So for now, I think we're just going to stay here and see what happens. Yeah. Do you, um, well, t talking about goals, so you've 
I've no, so you've just start you've started a YouTube channel. I don't know how long have you have you had this YouTube channel. That's how we uh, met. Yeah, about three uh, three weeks at this point. Oh my gosh, it's three weeks. That's crazy. <laughs> what uh, and talking about goals? What do you have? Do you have goals around that? Like, is that what? What is this? Like, is this a hobby for you? Is this something that you want to take seriously? What uh, it, so is early? Yeah, the idea pops up in uh, this lockdown thing. So I said, mm. I think I want to do something more. Mm. And but like I then I start to teach myself to do some video editing. Mm. I was like, oh my god, this is not for me. I was like, I'm not capable to do this at all. So I just scraped that idea. And like about a month ago, I had a good friend in Indonesia who uh, I talk frequently, and I told him like I have this idea about you know. Uh, Poland, but in the eyes of Indonesians, I think mm. it'll sell mm. because, you know, uh, it, I think it's just a good content. And he's like, that's a great idea. Let's make it. I was like, but I don't have time to edit and stuff. It's like, I'll do it. That's what he said. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, and then I was like, really? You'll do that? And I was like, I'm not going to pay you the dime, you know? And that's what I thought. And then uh, what he said, it's like, we worry about profits and revenue later. Like right now, just put it out there, see what happens. And yeah, that's what we're currently doing. We're like in my free time because I work 12 hours a day now. Uh, yeah, I just shoot the videos I, on weekends if I have day off. Yeah, sometimes they don't give me day offs. Uh, I go like I went to the park, like in the video, I shoot some uh, things with my friends. Yeah. And I persuade my wife to like, please do this with me. It's, it'll be so cool to brag to Indonesia that I have a foreign wife. And then she's like, nope, I'm not doing that. You know, and, and she's an introvert. She had a call with my dad and she sweats like crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's not for her. And I was like, oh, you will say yes one day. Like, like you'll say, say yes to me eventually. I'll break you. We'll see. <laughs> That's funny. My wife is exactly the same. Like she just yeah. refuses. I'm like, please, like I need content. <laughs> Tell me about it. I have tons of content that I want to shoot, but it cannot work without her. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. That's so funny. She's. Yeah. It sounds like uh, your wife and my wife should talk. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, they would sure. have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're married to extroverted dudes. Uh, yeah. And uh, they don't want to be in these their YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm sure they got sure they can relate in that way. Um, so that's that's really cool. Your I like your uh, your friend who edits. I noticed yeah. that they've got a cool style. He's a god, really. He's really good at it. <laughs> uh, you know what I did in that video? I just put the subtitles. That's all I did. Oh, nice. I just shoot. Yeah, and I just put the subtitle manually because it's it's better to be translated to my native language, you know, so they can relate more if I speak in English. Sure. Yeah. But when I speak in Indonesian in the in the video, therefore I translate it to English so people would you know can relate it through my perspective. Yeah, and the editing magics that's all on my friends. God bless him; he's really good. What's his name? His name is Richard. Richard, shout out yeah. to Richard. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Richard, if you're watching keep, this. Keep editing. Keep, keep, keep yeah. editing those videos for Rebby. You're the man. You're the man. <laughs> he doesn't have time. He needs you to keep editing. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, even if I do have the time, I don't think I have the, uh, sufficient skill to do what he does right now. <laughs>
yeah yeah no he's it, it is really cool so i yeah. uh, don't know if he'll watch this maybe he will but he can skip to this part yeah a big shout, shout out. out to him yeah <laughs> Revy, we're nearly hitting to we're nearly two two hours in Oh, really? Um, I, I literally cannot feel it, but it felt just like a casual talk. It's, it's really pretty fun. Well, I mean, that's the point. That's the point behind yeah. uh, these interviews that I'm doing. Like, it should be a casual talk. It's uh, it's amazing, the stories you can hear. And I've I've been hearing, well, I'm hearing some incredible stories from you. <laughs> Are there any last things that you want to shout out on anything that's on your mind uh, before we close this? All right. So... Um... There's a couple of things. So first of all, um, if you, you know, nothing is impossible. I know I sound, I sound like Shia LaBeouf now, but <laughs> yeah, nothing is impossible. Just do it. Like you can do it. You just, you have it in you. Uh, whoever's listening to this, just set your goal. It's possible. Nothing is impossible. And I think that's all. Like shout out to my wife if you're ever listening to this and my family. Ver- Veronica. Veronica, yeah, I love her more than life itself, and I just subscribe to my channel, Revy in Poland, uh, for some quality contents, and I think that's all. Fantastic, Revy in Poland, R-E-V-Y in Poland, go, yeah, R-E-V-Y, yeah? R-E-V-Y, exactly. Yeah, yeah. go check them out, I'll link everything in the description and in the YouTube video and the podcast. Um your your wife is very lucky to have you from what i can uh, what i from what you tell me <laughs> uh, yeah sure i sprinkle some seasoning left and right but <laughs> and you've t- and as you've told me i think you're very good at that apparently so you've uh-huh. sold you've sold yourself <laughs> you've sold yourself well um look Revy, i really appreciate it appreciate the time the goal for this is to have awesome conversations with with people a lot of people have amazing stories and you've just proved that once again today so uh thank you so much it is very inspirational anyone listening uh like i said go follow you and yeah really really interested to see what's next where what are we going to have a revy in canada coming up in the future who knows we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see but yeah thank you so much man You're very welcome. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Conversations with the World podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave the show a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. It helps me to be able to sit down with more guests on the show. Thanks again for listening. Take care and go check out one of my other episodes. Goodbye.